Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to From Dial Square to Where. Now look people, okay, you all know what's going on yeah? You've got busy lives. But let's get something straight. Subscribe. Start listening. Start liking. You know it's the right thing to do. You know, at the end of the day, when you look back on your week, have you done anything to be proud of? If you ask your parents right about now, they're going to say no. No, you haven't. But if you subscribe, if you like, if you start listening, if you click on the link and start enjoying and start contributing to From Dial Square to Where, they may think a little better of you. Because right about now, guys, okay, you're not, not in their good books. Like it, subscribe to it, enjoy it. Take care, all. Hi, this is Dawn. Welcome to the latest episode of From Dial Square to Wear, the Arsenal Twitter podcast, which incidentally contains adult content which is definitely not suitable for young children. Please like and subscribe and leave a five-star review. It really helps. Also, please be sure to visit the YouTube channel and subscribe to that. We have a brand new show, You Can Be The Star, the most interactive Arsenal show, where the twist is the viewer who entertains us the most on the night can join us live on the panel to air their opinions. We have great guests weekly. We've had Kevin Campbell, who was absolutely brill. That's still available to watch. And we also have more excellent guests lined up, which is very, very exciting. Thanks for listening. Treacle? People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Welcome to this new edition of From Dial Square to Where, the Emery Out Rank Cast. I have had enough. Yesterday's performance against Sheffield United was nothing short of an absolute disgrace. What is our Unai Emery doing to warrant his job? Who, out there as a manager, could do a worse job than Unai Emery right now? I can't think of a single reason for Unai Emery to continue as the Arsenal manager. Now, I have made my thoughts on Unai Emery very, very clear, at least to all of you from the end of last season 
after the European uh, Europa League final. And people have been going on and on about, oh, it's still early days, it's still early days. Well, I'm sorry, but no, that is not correct anymore. Well, it never was correct because I go by, and I've said this before, the biggest barometer of anyone in football, whether it's a player or a manager, the biggest barometer is to listen to the fans of the teams that they previously played for or managed. And there isn't a single club that Unai Emery has managed before that got any nice things to say about Unai Emery. And that includes the team, Sevilla, where he won three Europa Leagues. They still didn't enjoy his football. And it's always the same, always the same complaints. Boring, stale, negative football. Now, if we were getting good results and winning every week with this type of football, I suppose we'd all put up for it for now because we will get where we want to go. But we're not. We're not even getting the results to go with this turgid, horrible, shitty football that we have to watch week in, week out. So no, it's not worth it. I would much rather go ahead, get rid of him right now, and give Freddie Jungberg an ongoing, rolling, monthly contract to see how he gets on. Because what we are missing is the team spirit and the belief and the confidence to go out and put in a good, confident performance. You know the team huddles that you get at the beginning of every, you know, games, where they all get round. Now we need a real version of that with meaning, where we're all together and we're all playing together as a team with self-belief and confidence. And Freddie Jungberg is the person that will get that in spades. All of our players love Freddie Jungberg. They trust him. They respect him. He's the sort of person where they would run through a brick wall for him. He'd get a performance out of them. They'd do what he wants. He knows how to play football the right way. He has got experience of managing a team with the under-23s. He was the assistant manager of Wolfsburg. And he's got the experience. He's been doing his apprenticeship. I hope he hasn't learned from Unai Emery. I'm sure he hasn't. Because he's not the person to learn from. He's learned from him in a good way. By saying that that's not the way we play football. Give him the job on a rolling contract basis. Let's see how he gets on. There's nothing that could be done that would be any worse than the way we're playing right now. 
Now, everyone has been saying as well, well, Uno Emery's never had the back four to work with. Wait till he's got the back four ready and he can choose from them. Well, he had that yesterday. And he showed that he's prioritising the bloody Europa League over the Premier League. Now, you name me one other manager that does that. Everyone says the cup competitions are a bonus. The bread and butter is the league. Now, that even goes for mid-table teams. So, why does Unai Emery do that? Why, yesterday, in the Premier League, did he rest Tierney, Bellerin, Holding, and not play them? Why? There's no excuse for that. That in itself is just a sackable offence in my book. We could have really taken advantage of Spurs losing at the weekend, Man United drawing at the weekend, Liverpool drawing at the weekend. But no, we slipped back to fifth in the league, and Burnley are right on our. And, uh, Burnley and Sheffield United, who we played yesterday, are right on our coattails themselves. And it's just an embarrassment. The continued picking of Granite Xhaka, Socrates, leaving out Mesut Ozil, leaving out Torreira, is just another sackable offence in my book. Because, again, what other manager doesn't play their strongest team. None. They all play their strongest team because they all want to win football matches and they don't put petty, personal squabbles and their own pride and stubbornness in front of winning football matches. So, I've had it up to hear with Unai Emery. I'm struggling to watch any Arsenal matches now. Yesterday, I'm just furious. It just makes me, I'm still furious. And I went on Twitter last night and I said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be tweeting this evening because I'm too angry. I couldn't help myself. I still made, made some comments on other people's posts but I did refrain from putting my own posts on Twitter yesterday for fear of just going too far over the top but I'll tell you I'll do it now I haven't calmed down I'm not going to calm down either it's just the wrong man and I've been saying it right from the start from the first day he was announced I wasn't happy I did some research and I became even less happy. But because I'm a passionate Arsenal fan, I gave him my full support and backing 
and thought, I, I just hoped that I would be proven wrong. And I haven't been proven wrong at all. And I think even the most staunchest Emery supporters are now turning against him. And we've got to get rid of him now. We can't wait till the summer. It's too late. We've got to get someone in now who can get to know the squad. If it's not going to be Freddie Youngberg, because he knows the squad already. If we're not going to go down that route, get someone else in now so we can get to know the squad before the January window. And then have the rest of the season to really formulate some kind of plan and work out what plays he needs to fit the system that he's got. Because just having a system would be nice. We haven't got a system at all. We all know that. And Sheffield United yesterday, absolutely fair play to them. They were in the League One a couple of seasons ago. And a lot of the players that they've got in their team are still with the club from League One. Fleck, John Fleck, yesterday, who's uh, Robert Fleck's son, I believe, the old Norwich player, a Scottish guy. He's only five foot seven, that guy, as well, by the way. He's made our midfield look like uh, mugs last night, pretty much. He was a free transfer from Coventry City, playing in the Premier League now, in a team that beat Arsenal last night. So it just shows you, and I've, I've mentioned Chris Wilder several times, what a difference it makes having a manager who knows what the hell he's doing. They've got a proper way of playing, they've got a proper system, and every single player on that pitch are well drilled and know exactly what they are doing, which is completely the opposite of our players. We have not got a clue what we're doing on the pitch. Because the manager chops and changes every single week, every single game, instead of forcing our own game and style on our opposition, we just try and counteract what they're doing instead. And that goes for every team we play, no matter where they are in the league. And it's just embarrassing now. Really embarrassing. So, Chris Wilder has just shown us and shown our manager up. It shows you exactly what you can do with a really good manager at the helm. And I've seen... Um, a tweet uh, from Kenny Ken just a few minutes ago on Twitter which I replied to saying that we could get any manager in whether that's um, Allegri, Mourinho, whatever and they couldn't do any better with this squad of players that we've got and I replied saying I could not disagree more Ken our squad of players, yes, it still needs some turnover. We still need to get some players out, get some new players in. But the squad that we've got is the strongest squad that we've had in the last decade. 
I firmly believe there's no excuse for not finishing third. I think we've got the third best squad in the league on paper. And like I said, Chris Wilder now has just shown everyone that if you are well organised and you know what you're doing and you've got a plan that your team sticks to and Sheffield United don't change their style for anyone they play their way every game and their squad is very settled they don't chop and change their personnel every week they pick the same players barring injury week in week out anyone can see that that's what is the best thing to do apart from Unai Emery so the sooner we get someone in place that can play a settled side that can force our own style on our opposition the better I genuinely think that Jungberg could do that but if it's not going to be him get someone in as soon as possible to get this sorted give him the rest of the season give him a few weeks now before Christmas to work out who stays and who goes in the current squad make some changes in January get the rest of the season to get the players to learn and play a new style of football too late in the summer we're going to miss out on the top four again I don't want to play in the Europa League anymore hate that competition get it sorted get it sorted now Josh Kroenke Raul pull your finger out get it sorted Edu you were brought in in order to set up a style of play throughout the club in the way, the same way that Ajax do, same way that Barcelona do. Surely, Edu, you can see the football we're playing is turgid shit. You can't be happy with what you're seeing. Bring someone in now that's going to play some good, attractive, attacking football that is well organised I don't care who it is anyone could do a better job than this fool we've got in charge right now to get it sorted as soon as possible Emery is an utter fraud. He was shown up yesterday by Chris Wilder who schooled him and embarrassed him with a team of League One players. It just shows you what you can do with a strong manager and a great coach, which Chris Wilder is. Emery's a fraud. Anyone can say that we haven't got good enough players 
to finish in the top four. Just look at what Sheffield United did yesterday with the team of League One players. The motivation they have, they don't change their, own, their game for the opposition. They just impose their own style on the opposition. Like, love it or, or hate it, I don't care. They get results because every single player is well drilled and knows exactly what they're doing. Our players haven't got a clue. Because we change, chop and change every single week, we never keep the same team. We're rotating all the time. And he's got these beliefs whereby he's been leaving out Ozil because he thinks that he's not um, training properly. But he's also got these beliefs by playing Xhaka every week, even though he's crap. Now, maybe it's not Ozil's fault that um, he, it's not Ozil that's not training well. It's Emery that's not training well. He's not training the players well. Maybe it's Ozil's got it right all along. Something's not right. And now you've got to start thinking, well, maybe it isn't Ozil. Maybe it isn't Torreira. I mean, Torreira is not a number 10. God's sake, it's just beyond belief that he's the only person in the world football who thinks that Torreira can't play as a deep-lying defensive midfielder screening the back four. Everyone in the world knows that supposition he plays, except Emery. Now, if he's got it a bee in his bonnet because he didn't want him and he wanted Steven and Zonzi, so he's not going to play Torreira, then that is absolutely ridiculous. You pick the team to win the game, not based on your own stupid stubbornness. I've had enough now. I'm not going to be nice or polite or withhold my feelings about Emery any longer. Now, we'll probably go and win 6-0 on Thursday. I don't give a monkeys. We'll probably even beat Liverpool, who will play their kids. And we'll play our good team in the cup. Don't give a monkeys. I ain't changing my mind at all. I've always had these feelings. I've always been biting my lip all the way through. But I ain't doing it no more. No one and no results in the Cups is going to change my feelings. And you can bet your bottom dollar that we'll play a great team on Thursday, have a massive win, and then on the Sunday when we play Crystal Palace at home, you'll pick the same players again that you did at Sheffield United, and once again, we'll lose. Just a joke. He ain't got a clue what he's doing. I'm going to take a short break. Welcome back. Now, lastly, tactics, not his thing. Substitutions, what the hell are they all about? 
Now, a lot of uh, the fan base have been really negative about um, our good squad players. Like Sabios, I saw a tweet yesterday, don't know who it was from, but said that Real Madrid ain't his level, it's Real Betis that is his level, or whatever, slagging him off. Pepe been getting pelters. Now, I'm sorry, but these are extremely talented players, and they've been mismanaged and misused, if used at all, in Torreira's case, by this manager. Now, we haven't got a style, as we said earlier. Tactically, absolute shambles. Picking Xhaka and Socrates, who are completely error-prone every week, ahead of other players like Rob Holding and Torreira. And capitulations in either the first half or the second half of matches. It's just a joke. I can't remember the last time we had a good performance over 90 minutes. I mean, the Europa League final. I've said it a hundred times. We're going at half-time, and I think we're ahead on points against Chelsea. Nil-nil. We played the better of the two teams in the first half. Second half, come out and capitulate and lose 4-1. Losing a goal within the first minute or two of the second half. Now, what kind of half-time team talk was that? Now, yesterday, he takes off Pepe, who was our most dangerous player on the night. It's, it's just a joke. He takes off Xhaka, which we he shouldn't have started in the first place, but he took off Xhaka, shoved another uh, Lacazette on, and we've got no midfield. So we're completely open to the counter-attack. I mean, against the better team, we'd have stood no chance. He sticks to players on the fullback uh, positions. That just, I mean, I love Chambers, and he's doing brilliantly at the moment. But previously, he was playing Maitland-Niles and Klasnach who are not good enough for, to play for Arsenal in those positions. And the midfield are constantly having to go over to the left and the right to cover for them, which means that we've got no one in the middle, apart from Jacker, who's not mobile. We need a mobility scooter to get about. So I don't know what he's talking about in training. I mean, you look at some of the videos of the training. I mean, when he was holding that football the other day, I mean, what the hell was that all about? I've got no doubt that the players have got no idea, no clue what he wants to do in the matches. And I can't remember which match it was, but he brought Reese Nelson on in one of the games this season. And he was, uh, the TV cameras were filming him giving Reese Nelson some um, guidelines about what he wanted to, him to do on the pitch and you could tell in Reese Nelson's face that he just thought what what the fuck was that all about I don't know what he said I couldn't understand a word he just said 
And he went onto the pitch not having a clue. So his tactical nous is non-existent. He spends hours and hours with video analysis and he gets the players to watch hours of video analysis, which they all probably hate. And instead of doing that, spend that time on the training pitch, learning a system and getting the players settled in certain roles. Scrap all that stupid video analysis. It ain't doing no good, is it? Spend that time more effectively teaching the players what to do on the pitch and sorting out a formation, a settled side and a style of play. But no, we ain't got none of that. So I really hope that the board see sense and get rid of him as soon as possible and get a new manager in to settle as soon as possible. Right, well, I'll, uh, I look forward to the next one. Please tune in to the live show tomorrow at 7 o'clock on YouTube. Just search for the From Dial Square to Wear YouTube channel. Uh, I've got some great guests on tomorrow and it's bound to be a lively one because I'm pretty sure I won't have calmed down by then either. I'll speak to you then. Like, subscribe, share, please support the podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. We really need your help to spread the word about From Dar Square to Wear. So if you haven't done so already, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe to the From Dar Square to Wear YouTube channel and hit the notification button so you never miss a live show. And finally, please tune in to the live shows. Don't forget, you can get the chance every week to be the star alongside Andrew and his great guests just for being the most entertaining viewer on the night. Thanks again and see you on the next episode. Bye! Have you liked it yet? No? Why not? What's going on? You should be ashamed of yourselves. Your grandparents right about now are thinking, uh, wrong ends. Absolute wrong ends. This is wrong and you know it. Start liking, start subscribing, get on with it. Thank you very much. We are Arsenal. Where we love Arsenal. Oh, yes. We are Arsenal. No mercy. We're Arsenal.